Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 9, Raja Vidya, Raja Guhya Yoga. The king of all secrets is who I am. I know everything about the world, I know everything about what I've accomplished, what my relationships are, what my profession is, but I do not know who I am. And that's a royal secret, the king of all secrets. And then the knowledge which will give me that identification is the king of all knowledge. So far, we talked about who we are in this world, how we function, how we should function. And then we had discussions in the last two chapters about the supreme reality. From a macro perspective, what is the nature of that supreme being? And now I'm trying to understand my relationship with him. In our culture, and in many cultures, we obviously have tried to define this relationship as either he is the master and I'm the servant, he is the whole and I'm part. And in Vedanta, the relationship is described as there is no difference between him and I. We are one and the same. But that does not give me much consolation or help in my day-to-day life. I'm almighty, all-pervading, but yeah, but who's going to take care of my garbage in the morning? So that's where we have this difficulty in relating at our microcosm, at level of our individual being, to the Supreme Being. And this chapter is giving us that relationship-less relation with the Supreme. So we are so far in the few verses we have seen, it says Maya Tatam Idam Sarvam that he started explaining the, let's start with that what is your relationship? So what is the nature of the Supreme? The Supreme is all pervading in the entire Jagat, entire universe. There is not a single entity which can be considered outside that entity. Because making that will make both limited. The entity which is outside and an entity which is considered to be almighty. So he said, therefore, the entire jagat is pervaded by being. There's anything you can think of, think is my presence there. But then he's trying to explain that relationship in a way that which is contradictory. So at least make us think about what the relationship is. So it says, Matthani Sarvabhudani, all people are residing in me, but I am not in them. Matthani Sarnachaham Tesu Avasthita, but I am not in them. Which is completely contrary to what we have understood from our childhood about Bhagwan, Hamare Dilme, Bhagwan is in my heart. Bhagwan said, no, no, I am not there. So it's a problem now. 
So to understand why he is saying that, in the following verse he explains, it says, even those beings are not in me. So now it's a challenge for us to figure out what is that statement is all about. That all beings are in me, but I am not in them. And in reality, even they are not in me. So we have used analogies and examples, classical examples and classical analogies from our Upanishads and Puranas. They, like ghost and a post. The relationship between a ghost and a post is a relationship less relation. Ghost and post never had any relationship. Post which I am seeing as ghost and afraid of that ghost has nothing to do with the post. Neither the ghost can exist without the post. So post can say I am pervading entirely and all over the ghost. But then he says ghost is not in me, neither I am in that ghost. Because they never have any relationship with each other. The whole relationship was created by my ignorance. My ignorance about the reality of the post created the existence, a creation of a ghost. So that's a relationship relation. So Bhagavan said that my relationship to the Jagat is similar to that. Nothing ever gets created, nothing ever gets destroyed, but I feel that Jagat is created Jagat is destroyed. I was born and I will die. So, Bhuta Brannacha Bhuta Stha Mamatma Bhuta Bhavanaha. Myself is the cause for all the beings. They cannot come into existence without me. Just as the ghost cannot come into existence without the existence of the post. If there was no post, I wouldn't be afraid that there's a ghost there. So, there's something which exists, but I see it differently. So, the world exists. As one singularity, I see it as a world of plurality. Sarva Bhutani Kaunteya Prakrutim Yanti Mamikam Kalpakshaye Punastani Kalpadav Visrajami Aham. So we are now discussing about the creation and destruction of the Jagat. We have discussed that in last chapter, but giving it a little more relevance to what I am trying to find out about my own self, my own being. So how long do I have to keep coming back and forth in this life? Because you heard that this life is, uh, I'll take a birth and I'll die, and let's take a birth and die again. So how long I'll have to come back? But once it's eternity. There is no, it's a continuous loop. Like yesterday, Mahato was asking me, he said, I want to come to the class, but we you take a next book. I said, what do you mean? He said, another book. I said, it will never happen. This is a continuous loop. It's a non-ending loop. We'll discuss Bhagavad Gita and when we end, we start all over again. So Bhagavan said that, look, it is entirely up to you. This is the unending loop. And if you think you're enjoying it, continue. If you're not enjoying, then think about it. So it says, Sarva Bhutani, all beings, O Kaunteya, Prakrutim Yanti Mamikam Kalpakshaya. At the end of the kalpa, at the end of the time of the creative cycle, they all come and merge into me. Punahatani kalpada srijami ham. And at the beginning of the cycle again, I send them back. So the same, same thoughts, same vasanas, same ideas, same identifications. That which goes into dormant state at the end of the creative cycle, same will rise again as beings, as manifestations, 
at the beginning of the cycle. When I go to bed at night, all my ideas, my identifications, all my worries all go with me. They go into dormant state while I'm in a sleep. When I wake up, the same ideas, same worries, same identification rise again in the morning. I can't go to bed as an architect and wake up next morning as a doctor. Because whoever went to bed with those ideas, that mind, that intellect, that identification will rise again in the morning. And that is force of nature. Even though last night I decided I want to get up with Bill Gates, not possible. So, next verse he says, Prakrutim swam adhisthaya visrajami puna puna bhutagramam imam krutnam avasam prakriti avasad. It almost looked like they're helpless. Animating my prakriti, prakritim swam avastabhya. By animating my own prakriti, my ideas I animate, my thoughts I animate in my actions. So people ask, you know, how long this cycle creation will continue? Well, the answer is somewhat similar to how long there will be waves in ocean. Well, as long as there is ocean, there will be waves. It's the very nature of ocean to have waves. Same as how long this jagat will continue, it is the very nature of the supreme to manifest as jagat. So therefore it will be continuously happening. It is a very prakriti. That's why the word is prakriti. It is own nature. My own prakriti, my own nature. Visrajami puna puna. I create them again and again. Bhutagramim. Same bundle of people, thoughts, ideas, identifications. Because the ideas and vasanas and desires, they just cannot be negated they will have to find a way to express themselves. Those of you like me who like to sing, understand that. We find a way to express our art, our accomplishments, our talents. You make a person who is very talented and never give him a chance to express his art, you know the result. He will be depressed. The person will go down to depression, delusion. Because the very nature of that art and a talent is to express itself. The very nature of the Bhagavan is to express is this prakriti. So he says, Bhutagramam imam krutsnam avasam prakriti avasat. I send them forth this helpless multitude. This beings have no choice. They can only start from where they left off. So whatever the some total of my vasanas and identification at the time of death of one state of existence, next will only start from there only. It cannot change. We can think that I'll die as this and suddenly will come back as something else. It will be just a continuum. That's guaranteed. If I'm unhappy here and I decide that I'm going to go on a vacation with that unhappy mood, I'll just carry my unhappiness from Richmond pay $200 a night to a hotel and be unhappy there. That's the only difference. I heard that Seinfeld saying what a vacation is all about. He said, we are fighting in the house without paying anybody. Now we are fighting in a resort by paying. Because we can only continue the mood which I have to the next place only. So Bhagavan said, as if they are helpless. They are helpless because of the past vasanas and past ideas. So we are the product of our past and our future will be the product of our present. So therefore one said, time and again I send them forth 
the same group of beings and things into existence as if they are helpless to express themselves. Nachamam tani karmani nibadnanti dhananjaya. Now here comes the revelation that how my actions are binding me. Because we are always afraid of all these actions and papa and punya. And our topic was to find out the our relationship with the Supreme. Which is basically all boils down to, we are saying, what is my relationship to myself? The one who considers I. That I which consistently remains sane throughout all my journey from, from childhood to youth to adulthood to old age. What is my relationship and what is the condition of that self? And the Bhagavan says, the Nachamam Tani Karmani Nibadnanti. These actions performed by all these beings are not binding to me. So what is applicable at the cosmic level, macro level, is also applicable to micro level. We are only trying to understand micro level from the perspective of macro level. It's reversed in science. In science what we do is take at a micro level we understand thing, then apply it to macro level. Well here we had been trying all my life at a micro level and failed. So we are now using other way around. Well let's understand the macro first. Let's understand what's happening in the economy, in the national economy first. If I understand that, I'll understand the economy in my office. What's going on in my business? Well, I say the whole country is down, market is down, there is no work, nobody wants to build a new building. Then I feel, oh, okay, then it's okay. I'm not getting much work, but that's because nobody else is getting much work. You know? If I just continue to keep looking at my business, so I'm not doing well, why people are, then I'll be really depressed and schizophrenic. So what I do is I try to understand the global economy, then my national economy, then the economy in my industry. And then after that I feel, I think we are doing okay. So we are doing exactly that. We are trying to see how all these actions affect Bhagwan. And if we figure that out, then I'll see what all my actions in the past is going to affect me. Bhagwan said none of these actions affect me. I'm not bound by any of these actions. So the implication is, I am not, I, as I, is not bound by any actions performed by Neil Bhatt, Nilkant Bhatt, whatever identification I took. He said, I am not bound by that. It's his problem, not mine. Udasin vat asinam asaktam teshu karmasu. I sit indifferent to all the actions. So supreme identifying with the cosmic becomes creator with all the ideas and thoughts and identifications and desires he becomes creator identifying at the individual level it becomes individual ego but that self neither at the micro level nor at the macro level is taking any part in the actions because the actions are being performed by the very nature of things and beings but as long as I don't have any any stake in it that it comes out good, then I'll be happy. If it comes out bad, I'll be unhappy. Then it doesn't affect me. We watch children playing, we don't get affected. They get affected. We watch movie, we don't get affected. So, but once udasin vat asinam, I remain there as saksi chaitanya, but without any attachment. Asaktam tesu karmaso. I'm not attached to those actions. Therefore, those actions don't bind him. As long as I'm invested in those actions, actions bind me. 
as long as actions are being performed just the sake of actions and i really don't have any x to grind whether it comes as good or bad i'm not bound by those actions and the last verse we say maya adhyakshena prakriti suyate sa chara acharam presided by me under my guidance adhyaksha is adhyaksha one who is keeping an eye on so he is i am just keeping eye on what's going on maya adhyaksha prakriti my prakriti my own nature presided by me i send this both chara and achara moving and unmoving so if we had any doubt that bhagwan is only talking about living beings a human being is in no chara moving and unmoving so it it encompasses everything that you can think of hetuna anena kaunteya jagat viparivartate and this is how the world keeps going that i take charge as the witness and let my nature function as it should be and therefore we have learned so far that if i also do the same my actions if they are guided by my own nature don't mind me so when i am doing something which i really enjoy music or art it's not by me i don't get tired somebody says keep singing till 2 o'clock oh yeah yeah let's do that because i like it but if say something else mina says we have to do this in the house i am tired uh, this is the only weekend i get you know why are you making me do this you know so. because our attachment and our investment in it so as long as it is not contrary to my nature the actions will not be binding as long as i'm performing because of my ego because i think the other people will think this is good those actions will be binding they will be painful they will create the results which are not what i'm looking for we will stop here om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bhave शांति 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 हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ